0: Welcome to the Podcaster's Cut, my name is George. And I'm Joey. We're talking about some movies. Some food movies. Q intro. I still love that fucking goddamn intro so much. Yeah, man. So good. Okay, we are going to be talking about food movies today. And I wanna start off this podcast with saying, Fuck you, Joey. Because yeah. Joey came up with a topic this week.
1: Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, when you think Thanksgiving, most people think, ooh, food, but with the behind the scenes what people don't see is the people actually cooking the
0: food. And no, and why I say fuck you, Joey uh-huh. Is because this entire week I was fucking starving. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it, dude. Now I want all this food. We- oh, I know, yeah. We watch so many good fucking uh, <laughs> food movies, and I'm like, dude, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, But let's get into this. Um, I want to jump in, actually ask a question, and I think the, maybe the listeners would like to know. What is your favorite food, Joey? My favorite food? Yeah.
1: Uh, sushi and wings.
0: Sushi and wings? Yeah, yeah yeah but not, oh, i mean not together like Why, <laughs> separately I mean, you, you got something against having them together y- yeah i do that's <laughs> disgusting oh
1: god i know imagine what's having mean, wings and then like sushi right after Ew. raw fish and fried fucking I mean, beet? that's just asking to like a uh, two-hour session in the bathroom
0: <laughs> that's true um, um but i, I think...
1: have a question for you dude yeah what's up uh well actually what's well, your favorite food my, my I have
0: two fun? questions. Um, probably pizza. I mean, I, I obviously we know the answers to these questions. This is more just for the listeners. I know because I was like, I already knew that. I was like, I bet it's pizza. Yeah, I did have a really good burger today. <laughs> I, though. I thought
1: I thought it would be uh, uh hot dogs.
0: No, I love hot dogs, <laughs> but, but it's not it's not, not as, hot dogs. Not, it's definitely not like pizza. your love for pizza? No, god no, no. Did word. you try the Beyond sausage one from, oh, pizza, from Hut? pizza Hut? Hood? Yes, dude. Yeah. I am really proud, really happy about it. It was actually
1: really good. I was like, mmm.
0: Wasn't it good? I, I didn't finish the whole thing though, but I mean, yeah, I I liked it because it wasn't greasy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I I don't know. I probably order it again. I, I know. Mean, if you guys, are listening, I couldn't tell the difference.
0: Definitely order that Beyond Pizza from from yeah. Pizza Hut. Let, let really us know good.
1: how. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and I'm also, I have uh, a food critic. Do my, you se- my second question to you is: Yes, you watch any trailers?
0: This week I did not man I got a little bit too oh busy it was my crazy God. Bro I had I have a lot of fucking shit going on I, okay. I tried I we and we had a huge miscommunication of what movies we were watching Oh I know yeah So that's but, on me
1: guys That's on all of us This was a crazy week Yep it's on you too the listener No okay uh <laughs> for sure No uh so I did watch some trailers All right let's um, do these It's this movie about it's with Emily Blunt in an yeah, Irish romance, I guess. Like Wild Mountain Time, I think. It's like that old movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? I guess, yeah. I, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Eyes w- Watch Shut? Was that Nicole Kidman?
0: Pretty sure it was Nicole Eyes Kidman. White, Eyes Wide Shut? No, the Irish one where he plays an Irishman and he's like. Oh, Far and Away? Yeah, Far and Away. No, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> okay, well, but, that's good. Um, that movie wasn't that Pretty year.
1: much, it's Emily Blunt who's like, I don't know, like, gonna marry this one dude, but he's like. Weird and like doesn't really fit the role of like what she likes in a guy or whatever. Then you like hear uh what's his name Christopher Walken
0: like narrating throughout the whole like through the first half of the trailer. I want to do a thing where we like try to get our listeners and everybody to do a their best impersonation of people. I was gonna ask people to do the best impersonation of Sean Connery. Ooh, because I thought it yeah. would be cool.
1: Yeah, that that'd be cool to listen to. Just a bunch of people uh doing Sean Condorish voice,
0: and the same thing with Walkins. Man, he's they, like iconic voices.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. Oh, but anyways, yeah, no, but okay. So get this: Christopher uh-huh. Walken's trying to narrating, right?
0: And okay. he's narrating
1: in an Irish accent, which is impossible. Like, <laughs> how is how like if you listen to Christopher Walken, he you know the iconic voice. Like, right. Uh, I, for those of you who don't know who Christopher Walken is. Comes out in uh, Pulp Fiction. He's a guy who, like, like carried a, a watch in his butt, like, bum. Uh, what else uh, did he come out in? Uh, he comes out in Ants. I'm naming all his, like, random roles. Joe Dirt.
0: Huh? Joe Dirt. He's
1: in Joe Dirt. Yeah, he's in Click. He's the old guy. He's the angel of death. God, in, in that Click. was a good role. Yeah. Uh, so, just picture his voice. And he he's doing it in an Irish accent. And it is not good. I like, it kind of, like, takes you away from it like you're like oh it's cool scenery and then christopher walken comes in with his crappy irish like accent and uh he's just oh my god it, he just botches it but i mean it, <laughs> poor guy you kind of like look i guess you can tell i have a thing about voices uh i know with the last podcast you were like ragging on sean connery's voice the whole time i know man it's, i know that that was bad <laughs> i probably shouldn't have done that he he, he just died too soon uh but uh no yeah Christopher Walken is just like not doing a really good job. So then it goes to Emily Blunt and you you kind of just focusing on their uh accents at this point because the storyline doesn't look that great. It doesn't look even the romance in it, you see like Emily Blunt's not into it and they bring in John Hamm who's like this American guy who kind of like questions her ways or whatever and makes her seem like she's going back to the other guy. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's kind of hard to tell what's going really going on in this movie probably not gonna watch it
0: okay well i was... probably gonna
1: go in the, in the dumpster <laughs>
0: well that sucks i'm sorry about that then you wasted your time on a two-minute trailer
1: no I, it's cool i mean this is how i know because i mean if i would have seen this like the the cover looks cool like everything it looks like something that I might like i might get like convinced into to watching by wendy like like if she makes me watch it uh-huh. like, but now you know yeah now i know i'm in for like a fucking shit show oh uh, i also watched the climb, uh, the climb that trailer is it the one by with hannah montana no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's the one um
0: fuck you george uh, <laughs> why, why, it's the one uh is. you can ask wendy for sure it's the climb it's, it's <laughs>
1: um hannah Montana. fucking what's it's about these two guys are like they're best friends and then one of them sleeps with their his wife and Ooh. it turns into like him like kind of like, like not talking to the friend anymore and afterwards like he kind of like goes into this spiral and starts drinking and like passing out and then they're like oh come on forgive him he's your friend blah blah, blah you know and he forgives him and it's like that's there's the story of him like dealing with his friend who's like now a drunk and because he messed up Oof. with his best friend and stuff like that and it's a best friend trying to forgive another best friend uh, for
0: you know cheating with his wife that's what you really want during the holidays your best friend sleeping with your wife as a movie and yeah. you can go watch it and enjoy yourself yeah yeah no no it's, it's, it's a, like the
1: trailer looks really funny though like it ah, looks okay. like it's, it's a comedy it looks like it's a comedy
0: i mean there's so many that, that's the thing is that i probably maybe in the next few podcasts i'm gonna end up talking about all these like christmas movies that are coming out because netflix has made all fuck ton every year they come out with a bunch of christmas movies and Every year, like, maybe one of them is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this year, they they came out hard with the Christmas movies. They have a whole new, like, list on their, what do you call it, their dashboard for Netflix. It's just, like, chock full of these crazy, random fucking Christmas movies. Christmas one of them,
1: Chronicles. One of them mm-hmm.
0: even has for- Forrest Whitaker, and I'm like, what the fuck? Forrest Whitaker hasn't been in a movie since probably Rogue One. Damn, dude. And his next movie is this Christmas straight to Netflix movie. That's funny. Yeah, I had watched that. So, like, hey, It didn't I look really bad actually. Me. <laughs> the movie itself looked good. Yeah. Uh Danielle made fun of me cuz she's like, "Oh, you already hate this cuz forrest Whitaker's in it." <laughs> really? You don't like forrest Whitaker? I don't know. Is there something about his acting that just bugs me? He I feel like he just his characters always are just so annoying, which makes me feel like it might be him yeah uh, so if Forrest Whitaker ever wants to come out on this podcast he's gonna listen to this and be like yo what the fuck you hate yeah. my voice and I'm be like I oh, don't know that it's one of those Joey things <laughs> and he's like who's Joey no <laughs> he's, like, he's sitting right next to you bro how do you not know who the why are you here in the garage <laughs>
1: yeah no that'd be funny like
0: <laughs> who's Joey I just heard that you said that my boy sucks. <laughs> my bad, Forrest I, I You were cool in some movies, but just in general, I don't like you. <laughs> All
1: right. So like George said earlier, like we kind of cro- got our lines crossed and we, we try to talk about like, we try to set up a, uh, like some movies that about eating or about cooking. Specifically uh, why Joey? Huh? Specifically why? Cause it's probably a
0: crazy oh, cause, loop.
1: Cause of what I said. I, I was just saying that it, it, it's, 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 the behind the scenes of Thanksgiving is like watching the people who cook for us and stuff like that. Right, because there's
0: a lot of Thanksgiving movies about like f- when it's about family and like them getting together, but they never really talk about the food. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was a brilliant move on Joey's part to be like, we should totally talk about food movies and not yeah. just family movies.
1: Get you guys hungry for the Thanksgiving. I mean, you guys going to need a bigger bell afterwards. You guys going to eat a lot and uh, it's good and like, I feel like if you watch a movie about eating, it'll get you like ready to eat the. That. Tails, yes. That fucking feast. Like, for example, chef. No reservations. Oh. Oh. What? what? oh no, no, my god you <laughs> watched the wrong movie bro Did i watched the wrong movie or you watched the wrong nah, movie? i'm pretty sure i looked through my text and it said oh, really? joey we're yeah. gonna watch no reservations right. with this
0: podcast go on to the podcaster's cut at instagram and you're gonna see that <laughs> we're gonna post <laughs> the conversation and you're gonna see i told joey which movies oh my and god and he agreed <laughs> anyways let's try to convince each other to watch our movies then okay well uh fine you go first All tell right. me about chef Chef, Because I, I haven't watched it. Chef is uh, written and directed by John Favreau. So, of Iron Man fame. <laughs> and if you do know him from his early work, such as Swingers, you know that this dude can actually write really well. He also works on The Mandalorian, which is coming out right now on Disney Plus every Friday. Go watch it. Great fucking goddamn show. Um, John Favreau in this movie, wow. He killed it as a chef. It's very believable that he's a chef. And the reason it's very believable he's a chef is all the chef scenes and all the cooking scenes were, what's that word, observed by and critiqued by an actual chef named Roy Choi. Do you know who that is? Yeah. So like Roy Choi is this famous fucking chef who blew the fuck up because of his food truck craze that he created in uh, LA. I've always wanted to go to his food truck. It's supposed to be really good. But he and Jon Favreau got together because Jon Favreau really wanted to make sure that all the chef stuff and all the cooking stuff was legit. So when you watch this movie, it is shot fucking fantastically. Like, some of the other movies we're going to talk about today, I'm going to bitch about how the food scenes aren't real. Like, they're not good and shot well. Like, some of you might know that I am somewhat of a photographer, so I kind of understand how lighting works and how to shoot things. And this movie really fucking does a great job at it. It shows you the food. It makes it appealing. The colors in it are fucking amazing.
1: Okay, so it's, it's directed well, but what's, it's, this, what's it about? Like, what's... Okay, well, what what convinced me of watching this movie?
0: So the the movie, even though it's about his like his journey of being a chef, because he's already he starts off as a well-renowned chef, okay, But he gets critiqued, and the critic shits all over him. And he was the first critic to ever critique his work. and in the beginning, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, I love your stuff. Your food is great. He blew him the fuck up. Yeah, and now it's ten years later, and he's working at the same fucking uh, restaurant. And the critic shits all over him. And he says, this is the most crappy food ever. He gets pissed. There's like a good scene of him just straight up yelling at the critic in the middle of the fucking restaurant. It's so fucking powerful. Jon Favreau like nails the acting in this movie. Okay. I haven't seen him act this well practically ever. Since Friends. No, okay. Since Friends? Yeah, since Friends when he became an MMA fighter. Yeah, Dude, that, his acting is great. Really crazy two shout Do you want me to tell you who makes a cameo in this movie? I, bet or no? I can guess. Oh, who? Uh, Sophia Vergara no she doesn't make a cameo I mean she's an actual character in the movie she's his wife or his Uh, ex-wife Robert Downey Jr. he does come out in this movie I knew it it's so crazy Uh, let's see who else Uh... (laughs) you're looking at the IMDB and shit no I'm not (laughs)
1: I don't know as he stares from behind his (laughs) computer (laughs) no 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 okay let's see Scarlett Johansson yes she
0: does yeah she's uh, she's in the beginning she's like side girl his his like girlfriend oh so he he cheats on his wife wow no um they're already broken up they're 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 divorced and shit it's oh. actually a really sad movie so he's a manho. okay, okay george <laughs> i don't know if i'm convinced of watching this movie so it's good because besides all the food stuff he, they really nail the like the humanity in the movie the people in the the characters are all very realistic they actually portray people the way that we are and not caricatures creatures of, of the people that they should be. Like, this chef isn't angry at the world. He isn't mad. Like, he says it multiple times throughout the movie. He cares about the food more than anything. He wants to make sure that the people eating his food are happy and content because he feels that way while he's making it. And it, it like, really shows about, like, putting love and care into what you do. And I think a lot of people can relate if they work in a job that they really feel passionate about it kind of makes it feel like in your point in your life where you feel like oh what I'm doing isn't worthwhile it isn't it isn't meaningful and he kind of goes through like a, a slight depression mm-hmm. about it and it, it's done pretty well and like you can see how it's affecting his relationship with his son who plays such an important role in this movie and it just they knock it out of the park man the father-son relationship I found to be extremely powerful it's realistic I believe that this John Favreau had this and kid a long time ago. There's, it's just so well done. I, the, the emotional impact, which I know that you love because you've brought it up a few times, I think it'll really hit you. Which is crazy because uh, two of my friends had tried to get me to watch this movie a long time ago. They raved and raved about it and it's been on Netflix forever and I just never got around to actually watching it. But everyone, all the characters, all the actors are n- knocking out of the park. This movie made me want a fucking Cubano sandwich so fucking bad too. The Cuban sandwiches are fucking delicious and they just made it look even better in this movie. Okay. In my notes, I even wrote like, fuck you, Joey, for now I'm hungry and I have to go spend like 10 bucks to find a fucking Cuban sandwich that's actually (laughs) like legit in our fucking neighborhood, which is impossible. There's so many like subtle things throughout the movie. Like Twitter plays such a huge role in the movie, um, like by blowing everything up. The first hour, I will critique the first hour saying that the editing was really kind of all over the place. It okay. felt like they were making unnecessary cuts. I feel like it did drag on a little too far. I get that they're trying to maybe make it accessible and create a background and make you fall in love with these characters and understand them, but I think it dragged on just a little bit too much. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was, it was enjoyable. I think it just could have been cleaned up a little bit, and I wanted more of them traveling across the country in the food truck. Mm. And there's a lot of things like you have to put aside, like these guys are traveling across the entire country in a food truck. That's impossible because the permits alone would take them months to get. (laughs) But honestly, like food-wise, it's my favorite movie that I watched this week. Mm, I think I think out of the three or four movies that I watched, this one was the best one. Would you say it was uplifting, or would you say like it kind of ends kind of somber? Or no, no, it it has a really good ending. I I know that you know, but maybe the fans, Mm -hmm. fans, the people, the listeners don't know. Okay, I'm a big stickler for endings. I hate if you ruin an ending, you ruin the movie for me. And I think this movie ended great did you think you could predict the ending uh yes okay i mean so you just ruined the ending for yourself Nah. no i'm just kidding i was like i like the ending (laughs) no yeah yeah but i like the ending and where the characters end up at the end okay
1: well i watched no reservations because i know that's what we agreed upon Uh but whatever table table for later but uh so no reservations bro hell yeah you should watch this movie what'd you watch it on i ended up watching it on prime Oh okay. I rented it for like I think like two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Oh right, cool. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, I will say, was it worth the two ninety nine? If you like, if you like rom coms, like sad rom coms. Oh, it's one of those. I would say it's kind of worth it. $2.99 is not that bad. It's not that, especially bad. for like a night in. If you like. If you want to go back to those old days of, like, blockbuster rental things, right, like, right. Rock, block, ah, uh, blockbuster rental days, mm-hmm. um, it is one of those movies where, like, oh, let's watch this. Like, it's a nice rom-com. You watch it with your
0: significant other, and you're like,
1: oh, hey, you know, it's a douche. They like each other, you know?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there's these people are Italian, but. <laughs> you know, immediately when you said that, I immediately thought I was like, it's. You've got mail, but chefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty. I would say the only,
1: the what I really liked about the movie was uh, Catherine Zeta Jones's acting is actually pr- pretty, pretty decent. You know, that's and a Aaron Eckhart
0: is also really good. Oh shit! There. Aaron fucking Two Face comes out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Damn, amazing. okay.
0: This movie already sounds good. I like yeah. those two actors.
1: Yeah, and um, the only thing, the only thing I would say that I blame is the director on this. Who is the director? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. Uh, no one famous uh, at least I don't think and then so pretty much what happened was like they cut the story kind of like you're supposed to believe that this Kevin Zeta-Jones character is too demand, too controlling and kind of like doesn't know when to stop with her job and can't really set a life apart outside of her restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, that's what you're supposed to get from it right and then, throughout the movie they show you that you know they throw shit at her you know she's literally got ena-
0: huh they literally throw shit at her
1: no come on dude like, like, <laughs> it, like uh, pretty much like she has to end up taking care of her sister's daughter and like this. So she has to stay away from the kitchen a little bit more. But then this guy comes in, Erin Eckhart's character, and she thinks that he's going to take the restaurant out from her, under her. Oh, shit. And uh, dude, this movie, I'm going to say like it's it's one of those where it's like ah, like it's just moving way too quickly and also not in like a way where like it's unnoticeable. You know what I mean?
0: OK, it's I think like, I get you.
1: It's like it tries to be too, it tries to be too happy uh, in some locations, in mm-hmm. some parts of the movie, and then just turns into too sad, way too <sighs> suddenly. So
0: like, the, so the tone is off. It's too fucking all over the place, you're telling me.
1: Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be funny when she's talking to Aaron Eckhart and then like super sad with the daughter, who's play, played by Ab- Abigail Breslin.
0: Oh, okay. And she's really good. Yeah, she's a good actress.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, eh, like. It's wrapped up too nicely with a bow at the end. Mm. That's why I'm like, this is a typical romantic comedy, uh, r- rom com, or not, not even a rom com, just rama drama. Okay, drama
0: <laughs> drama uh, <laughs> drama drama. I like
1: that. We should start yeah. <laughs> putting no, that r- as a genre. rama drama. But uh, I really like the cooking parts. Uh They, I mean, she talks about like food, like right from the get go. Talk about the saffron sauce, which I find out is really hard to make. Saffron's um,
0: expensive as fuck. Yeah,
1: and it's just like this, like kind of like I don't know this movie where it's like kind of just a uh, happy-go-lucky at the end and like yeah every we solved it like we were we're finally happy like even though we're kind of like on, on each other's fucking nerves every now and then but we that's but so and then lame. like and then people clap for them yeah like you guys don't even know these people Wait, well <laughs> girl, for all you know they could be murderers that's why they're so good with knives Jesus. That would be that would be me in the corner like yelling like why is everyone clapping at these oh, hey man. hey man I ordered my food like 20 minutes ago come on man hurry up stop smooching with you because they end up owning a restaurant at the end sorry to ruin the ending for you no I ain't
0: giving
1: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 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 pretty much like this they fucking end up owning a restaurant together like yeah I'll get you were on my side oh and they're like playing coy and then they kiss and then like everyone's like yeah. Meanwhile, I'm in the back going like, "Hey, yo! I just I ordered fucking scrambled eggs like 20 minutes ago. What the fuck? Like, I don't need the fucking little leaf on top of the eggs. Like, just fucking <laughs> salt and
0: pepper." See, I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to sound like Chef is a better movie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just talked myself out of it. <laughs> I know you I, you were you were like right before the podcast, you were pretty excited about it. You were like all in. Yeah. And Now I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't sound as good.
1: But I, you I would say, like I said. I would say it's a good date movie. Like, See, it's, well, it's a typical date movie, just like how you, you said, "You've Got Mail" is kind of like that, mm-hmm. like that.
0: But I, I like you Got Mail." I, I, and I feel like <laughs> not this shit you're talking about. I want to watch your. I want to watch "No Reservation" because of the actors that come out in it. Okay, like Katharina like, Jones, as we mentioned last week, came out in "Fucking Entrapment." Mm-hmm. and I liked her role in that. And I mm-hmm. think that she doesn't get enough roles. I don't know if it's because she just kind of like stepped away from acting or whatever, but I thought she was really good as an actress. Uh, Eck- I don't know, man. She was doing those T-Mobile commercials for a while. Oh, that's right. Was she really? Yeah. Damn. She was the face of T-Mobile for a long time. Uh, but uh, and I like Aaron Eckhart. I, yeah. I think he's. A, I think he's good. I think he's funny. Can you name he... him in other movies other than the Dark Knight? Ooh. I, I'll give you the
1: name three movies that he's in. Shit. I already got him in my head.
0: Fuck! This is not good podcast material because I'm not gonna remember yeah. right now it's off the top of my head. I need more than just George says seconds. he watches
1: movies. Nah, I watch movies.
0: Okay, <laughs> just because you could come up with a better <laughs> bitch. How many times do I save your fucking neck every time? You're, Who's that actor who came out of this day? <laughs> oh, you mean this person? <laughs> oh, you mean this movie? Oh, yeah, you are ready? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one. That's the one. No, uh, I, actually, right now I'm drawing a blank.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll start. Thank you for smoking. Oh, that's right. I wish I've never watched. Oh, okay, uh, Aaron
0: Brockovich. He comes out on that. Yes. Oh wow! I didn't know that. I've watched that movie on TNT because TNT knows drama, <laughs> dude. I, so you've seen that movie? It's Aaron good, Brockovich? Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good.
0: It's hey, a good yeah. movie. You guys should watch it. It's yeah. it's a freaking uh, movie about like not a lawyer but a paralegal yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this crazy thing. It's sad but really good. Um, Appreciate he, Julie
1: Roberts. He also comes out and comes out in another rom com. I have it right now. Oh look at that! Look you at got that. me talking about fucking Aaron Brockovich, yeah, nah, nah. He doesn't even. He can't even uh, answer his own question. Oh, no reservations.
0: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> shut the fuck up man. <laughs> overall I'm just gonna say my movie pr- will probably win because Chef's on Netflix how about this next year I watch Chef you watch No Reservations we'll next year bro yeah. I was, I, yeah probably I'm not gonna have time we we'll watch too many movies <laughs> probably we we'll, are still Our, listening we'll, we'll by jot that it down. Next, yeah, yeah. guys just go ahead and remind us oh you guys gotta switch movies
1: yeah yeah hey you guys gotta watch No Reservations and and hey, Chef <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll also watch Burnt How about that. Oh, That's another man, cool burnt. movie we uh, we were go. supposed
0: to, and yeah. I was like, I bitched out because I was like, dude, I've heard so many bad things about this. Even yeah, Bradley Cooper know, took it off his IMDb. Uh no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You didn't <laughs> check. Yeah, nah, you right. Hey, I, and I switched it out because there's a movie that I've been wanting to watch for forever. Yeah, and I think that we're watching movies, and I wanted to watch something that we haven't talked about, which is a documentary, which is also a movie. Not many people will go out and watch documentaries, and I think a lot of people should. Um, and that. Documentary is ramen Hits. Yeah. Um, uh, it's also a, a what's called? Japanese language uh, documentary? Yes, a foreign film. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it, all in Japanese. Uh, no, no, no. no. It, the the narrator is in English. No, it's
0: not. Not? No, I don't know. It's all in Japanese. Was it really? Well, know. for me, at least, when I watched it, it was oh. all Japanese. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, well, I, I guess I, I'm going to read. I, I had originally watched it in theaters, that's why. It might have been in English when you watched it, then maybe they had yeah. an actual translator. For me, it was just all Japanese, bro. Really? Yeah, so I was listening. I mean... I. I mean, I, it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter. No, I. I. It's funny because like I had started studying Japanese a few weeks back, so I picked up a few words, and I was no, like, that's "Dope, cool. that's cool." <laughs> uh, but no, I, again, we're trying to let you guys like into our personal lives, and so you guys know us a little bit better. Both me and Joey fucking love ramen. Yeah. And this movie, my god, dude, the ramen is fucking beautiful. like yeah. If you don't believe that cooking is art, watch this movie and tell me that it's not art. The amount of painstaking hours that these chefs go to to make a fucking $8 bowl of ramen is absurd. And, and it follows the guy, this chef in Japan who has won the Golden Ramen Bowl, which is the greatest award you can get for making ramen in Japan, three years in a row at the start. And by the end, spoilers, he wins a fourth year. Not surprising, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but he is fucking incredible. He eats ramen three times a day <laughs> yeah and if you've ever eaten ramen you know that like
1: that it's filling like it's it super is filling so
0: filling dude the amount of sodium this
1: dude has in his body must be absurd jesus i know and it made me think like what do i eat all day like he, this guy knows what he's gonna eat uh, breakfast lunch and dinner
0: it like, must make it like, easy for
1: him <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and then i was like huh that's crazy like he eats ramen all the time. Sometimes he'll eat ramen five times a day, right? Yeah, like he. What, what did you day- eat today, George? What did you have for breakfast? I know
0: it wasn't ramen. No, it was not ramen. <laughs> okay, what did you eat? <laughs> oh, I ate eggs, bacon, and some potatoes. Some basic ass shit, right? Nah, no, it was basic. Yes, I want to <laughs> throw this out there. Uh, Eva, thank you very much for making me breakfast this morning. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what about lunch? What did you have for lunch? Lunch, I had friendly's hamburger. So that shit was bomb.
1: Now, do you do dinner, as in like that was your lunch and dinner? Or are you gonna have another meal?
0: No, I think I'm good. I'm pretty full. I might like eat a. I did eat a donut this morning, and I'm probably gonna eat another donut later. Cause mm. so you're donuts. gonna have
1: you're gonna have lunch and then dessert. That's how it works. Yeah,
0: but I had lunch like three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm not gonna eat another no, meal. That's
1: it, cool. I'm because I do uh I do breakfast and then dinner. I don't really eat a lunch in the middle. Yeah, of the day. well, so, unless yeah. I'm at work, obviously. Duh.
0: Yeah, like, uh, normally during the work week, that's all I do. Yeah, yeah, But if I just knew I was going to eat ramen all day, like, oh, fuck, I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, you
1: wake up, you're like, oh, we're going to have my morning bowl of ramen, right? Right. And then lunchtime comes around. I'm just going to eat ramen. I guess I'm going to eat some ramen, right? And then dinner comes around, it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll have some ramen.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, Jesus. There's a lot of great Japanese food. Joey mentioned sushi earlier. Yeah. I fucking love yakitori. It's yeah. so fucking delicious. Um, But this dude, man. He loves himself some ramen. Yeah, and then like even his family is like like go ramen, dude. Seriously, I mentioned that. (laughs) There's a scene where they all go out to eat ramen, and I I imagine in my head he's like, "If you don't like ramen in this family, you are not part of this family." Yeah, for real, dude. Because like (laughs) everyone's just kind of slurping down the ramen, and he's like, "It's good, huh? It's good. Eat it,
1: eat it." Did you try to figure out what that uh, secret restaurant he goes to? So he he goes to his own personal favorite ramen restaurant and he like purposely told the like the director of the the Mm -hmm. documentary like do not show the name of this place because i don't want them to get blown up
0: exactly i I found that crazy but i also understand it because uh i know that on a few different like netflix food shows they don't like telling people where it is because he completely ruins it like yeah the the place gets a lot of business but sometimes they get so much business they can't handle Mm -hmm. like this some of the shops that he goes to have lines out the door around the block when I was in Japan. This is this
1: guy's restaurants, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah,
0: this dude restaurant. Yeah. And then a few other restaurants had lines across the block. When I was in Japan, yeah. I waited in the line like 30 to 40 minutes to eat ramen. Fuck. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. But holy shit, it was a 30-minute line. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> to eat. To eat. So like you better go having like eating a light snack. <laughs> you think you would have gone to that
1: place that if you find out which one it was? That oh, his, the, his, his
0: favorite? Yeah. I probably would have, yes. Yeah. I wish would, they had. Would you I, have blown it up? What have I said stuff? Yeah. Nah, I probably would wouldn't have, have told said everybody. Anything. I would have told you. Yeah? Yeah, I would have told you. Like, hey, bro, this Better. is the ramen. <laughs> I, introduced you. I introduced George to ramen. <laughs> this is true. I had always been curious about ramen, but I was afraid I wasn't going to like it, so I stayed away for forever. And then one day, Joey's like, I'll buy you ramen. Just yeah, yeah, try yeah. it. And I, we all went as a fucking group and shit, and it was delicious. I never st- looked <laughs> back. Nah. You're like, mmm, thank you. <laughs> <And> now he's <laughs> like, I'm eating ramen.
1: Yeah, I showed, I showed George my favorite spot here in our hometown in San Diego, and i uh, I won't say their name, but what's it called? And now I'm pretty sure I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him there without me. Like, I'd Yeah, like, i probably oh. go there pretty often. <laughs> I haven't gone there
0: since like COVID or anything. Yeah, yeah, I've been no, to my yeah. new place, which is fucking amazing. I love the yakitori there. I actually
1: have not eaten ramen all COVID. Neither, I, I was going
0: to get ramen today, ironically. I don't, I don't know if it'll be
1: the same, like taking it home, you know?
0: No, because I I think uh, the place that we go to, I think they have an outside seating because they're open. So I was thinking about doing it, but... No, I'll do with all those cones. I feel...
1: You know, I don't like doing that because you're out in the parking lot, surrounded by cones and like a little tent, and people yeah. are just watching you waiting Eat. in line, like you're like, in a fucking zoo. Yeah, exactly. Look at that guy's ramen. Look how he's eating it. <laughs> he can't even hold chopsticks. Like, don't look at me. Like, <laughs> but, okay, look at He's ramen. using a fork.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. they, they, that's what I was gonna say. They don't have forks in uh, Japan. The no, j- Japanese ramen. It's all, uh, it's all ramen.
0: fucking. It's all chopsticks.
1: Yeah, and he hand picks everything, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, of what they're doing and stuff like that he gets like up super early to like get fucking like shit for his uh okay so i had a
0: question yeah go for it i don't know if they mentioned this in your english version but in mine they didn't even mention it these the people that work at his ramen shop are Uh apprentices yeah and they don't actually know how the ramen is made apparently yeah they said like oh no we don't tell them they need to figure it out on their own and i was like what the fuck how are you an apprentice yeah and you don't know how the person who's making the ramen is telling you to make the ramen. Like, what the fuck kind of fair shit bullshit is that? Also, are these apprentices paid? Because it looks like they're fucking free labor.
1: No, I think they're paid. Or they're paid in, they're probably mostly paid in tips. You think so? I think so. And then uh, but, I think, but that's the thing Japan doesn't
0: have a tipping culture. Huh? Japan doesn't have a tipping culture.
1: Ooh, fucks. Uh, Maybe at least,
0: in, at least I don't remember. I might to be getting it confused with fucking. Maybe Europe. they
1: already include it in, like, okay, this will be for the guy
0: possibly like, i don't know this eight
1: dollars is included what's going to this guy
0: this is possible i i don't know man i i really love this movie because obviously i love ramen but yeah. i i really think that people should watch this movie if you're watching other food movies because they they show you they show you different aspects of different culture which i think is something that if you, do, you live in the united states you don't get a lot of a lot of the times uh and i think that the way they show it is really smooth and transitioned throughout the entirety of the movie. There wasn't really a slow part of the movie, I thought. I thought everything was really well done, well paced, and the way it was shot was really great. Now, I do have a few critiques about the movie, and I think that has to do with stuff that in a documentary they don't care about, and that's me being picky, is the color editing of the movie when they're actually going in and making sure that the colors are correct. Yeah. Was kind of off. It felt really grayed out a lot of time. It felt like someone forgot to edit scenes, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of turned like to this like grayish kind of hue. And I was like, oh, that kind of takes me out because I know that food actually looks better than that. And it's something that like some of the other movies that we watched this week didn't do. Right. So in that sense, it didn't really appeal to me in that way. But maybe they were focusing on the
1: story of this guy. Like I don't know. I know because I feel like so. Like George said, like it's a very interesting documentary there's there is no slow parts if you're really interested in ramen and how it's made Mm -hmm. and this guy's like kind of story of like trying to get this fourth golden bowl but i will say that is pretty much it that there is no story in this documentary sometimes a documentary will show you the life or like someone struggling through something and seeing how he gets out of it right like in free solo yeah like he's he there's a goal at the end Mm -hmm. and same thing with this one like he has a goal at the end but you ultimately don't care whether or not he gets it or not yeah and it's not really At least that's how i felt like i was like "Eh, well i mean like he tried really hard and i can tell that he's really good
0: but if he gets beat
1: then that means i kind of want to try the other guys
0: (laughs) and and that's the thing in this movie it's like they don't really mention that he's going after the fourth bowl of ramen they're just like oh we're making a or he's making a special ramen bowl Mm -hmm. because it's his 10th anniversary of being there yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay. I, and at the end, it's just a surprise. Like, oh, he won a fourth ramen bowl, and I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, so, I like uh, when he like made. He met up with those two other guys. Oh yeah, the two other greatest chefs. Yeah, yeah, the ramen chefs And then there was a huge. They tweeted it out or something like that, yeah. and like there was a huge ass line.
0: They're like, oh, dude, I hope I. I just hope there's a bowl for me. One of my favorite lines of the movie. <laughs> favorite things that happens in the movie is, they're like they have a crazy long line, and this dude comes running with a huge backpack. And he's like, did I make it? Did I make it? And they're like, no, we sold out. And I was oh. like, oh, damn, that fucking sucks. And he's like crying almost. And he's like, yeah, he's so upset. He's like, I left so early. Yeah. He's like, yeah, how early did you leave? And he's like, I left like f- at 4 a.m. The train was running late. And I'm like, damn, that's true. The trains <laughs> do run late in Japan. And then he's like sad. And someone comes up and like whispers into the, the guy who's like taking numbers at the line. Mm-hmm. He goes, psh, psh, psh. And he goes, oh, okay you know what? We got one extra bowl of ramen. You're good. And he's like, yes. He starts (laughs) like chatting and is like so happy about it. I'm like, I felt good for the dude. Because there's this other dude who's like, what time, they asked him, what time did you leave your house? And he was like, oh, uh, I left my house yesterday. (laughs) I left at 5.45 a.m. Yeah. yeah. oh, okay. And he goes, wait, was that the train or you left your house? He's like, no, uh, the train left at 5.45. I got to the train station at 5.30. Oh, so you left your house like what, at 5.20? He goes, no, I left my house at like Four forty-five. <laughs> shit. I was like, damn, son. He goes, yeah, dude, people tell me all the time, I cannot miss this ramen, and yeah. I didn't want to miss it. So- no, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, wh- would you, let's say you got there in line, let's say you're the third person in line, you left, like, the day before, mm-hmm. and you got there, like, you just were like, fuck it, I'm going to wait right here, I'm third in line, and uh, someone comes up to you, he's like, I'll give you a thousand bucks for that space in line. Fuck. There's already a huge-ass line, you don't know where it ends, but. Well, shit. Take the thousand bucks or take, be like, Honestly, hey, sorry, man. Gotta I don't eat think this I ramen. would.
0: You want to take the money? I, I wouldn't take the money. All right. $10,000. Okay, then yes. Yeah, you take it? For $10,000, yeah. Because then I can be like, okay, with $10,000, I could come back here another day. And no, try it's your it. last day in Japan. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I could pay for another ticket to come to oh, Japan. Oh, right,
1: right, and right. And I'd be okay. Right,
0: right. With a thousand, I was like, nah, this is like maybe the only time I'll come back to Japan because it's expensive yeah. to get here. <laughs> yeah. But with 10,000, I'll be like, all right, I'm good. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck it. I mean, uh, why not? I mean, I waited like two hours in line and I get this fucking ticket of $10,000. No, oh, you're like hour like, 15. Hour 15 of waiting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wait, you got there yesterday. Shit, I don't know if I would wait 15 hours. I'll be honest. Uh, but if I was waiting 15 hours. You
1: waited since 8 p.m. and now it's. Oh, man, I you know, have to make it Oh, no, few- I guess
0: like, yeah, 8
1: p.m. and now it's like. 8 a.m. They open at
0: 10. I'd have to wait to make a few calls. I'd have to call yeah? you, call Danielle, be like, all right, what am I doing? Should I take this money? Or <laughs> I was like, can I phone a friend? Because <laughs> I don't know. At take point it too long. Hard. I want to give it to the guy in fourth. fourth oh, I fuck <laughs> it. I don't care. <laughs> I really, if I couldn't make yeah. the decision in two seconds it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, then he's like, oh, damn. Like, oh, well, I still get Robin.
0: No, I mean, you do. It's a mean, way gonna gonna way. Way. And then I'll be like, now we're going to be homies. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give me $1,000? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! I'll take anyways, a picture of you. <laughs> so
0: what, what else were you gonna talk about? Uh, we you, uh, you were about to say something about. Oh, Robin I has. was gonna say this movie you can actually find on on the Google Play Store. Okay. Um, it's only like two dollars to rent it for standard edition, I think. Yeah. yeah. And like even to buy it's only like seven bucks. But that's documentaries for you. Yeah. Uh, this movie, one of the ways that I can watch some of these movies on Google Play is because I do Google surveys. So if you guys out there need like quick little cash to play some like game or want to rent a movie. Definitely do Google surveys. They're like, you know, you make like 20 cents a survey and you can easily end up getting a free movie out of it. It's worthwhile. So watch it that way. And this way, the creators still get some money out of it. How was the player on Google Play? Well, how was like, the- it's not bad. I think honestly, when you're doing it, you just, it depends on your Wi-Fi, man. You mm. know, streaming is always all over the place. It's no Netflix. I'll tell you that straight out of the bat. Like Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, they all have it because like they make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Google Play, it's like a, a secondary type thing for them, I think. So. You know, you're getting what you paid for. But in general, if your internet's good, it's gonna be a
1: good quality stream. How was it to like search a movie? Like, was it like just enter keyword and then? Yeah, dude, the it's super up? easy.
0: Like, I, I literally look it up through my phone, and yeah. once I find it, I purchase it, and then I can stream it on anything that I have uh, access to Google Play Store.
1: Because you know who I think has like the best, the best way of like looking up movies or like just looking at what's on on. Oh, I, who? Not to give them more like cred than they already have gotten from us but hbo max dude that's true like they have it separated by category like well i mean all the, all of them do this but they have it so well done where it's like by person who who takes it out you know tcm or if it's mm-hmm. uh, dc or if it's uh, just a warner brothers movie or like whatever it is yeah. like they have it sectioned off like that and like that's something kind of unique like you don't see like oh all nbc shows on netflix you know yeah that's a really good point it's actually. just as witty dramas and then you're looking through and
0: it's like uh, I don't remember iRobot being a witty drama that's like what the hell that's sure. fucking that's the one thing I hate about Netflix is their the way their algorithm for figuring out how movies belong in certain categories is stupid yeah like, it's straight like straight through up. the
1: name right or something like that
0: or like what people have said about it no it, yeah I think it's going by the reviews of stuff and I'm like who the fuck reviews movies on Netflix yeah. cringeworthy
1: dramas and uh-huh. then it's like what like uh the game plan like <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then <laughs> <laughs> the keeper, the I, one with the rock gonna, and that little girl. <laughs> I, was I was like, "Keep going, <laughs> <drama>. I, <didn't, laughs> I was just gonna keep going, like if nothing happened, and then Joey kind of just stares, and I'm like, "Fuck! I, I know I gotta laugh because it was actually fucking funny. I was gonna say because because it's so stupid, like their ag- algorithm, the way like, oh, here's a suggested movies for you, like it totally sucks. All you need to do is like watch two or three different things, and then suddenly their algorithm is fucked. Like, literally, I watched two animes on there, and now all it offers me is animes. And yeah. Danielle's, like, mad at me. What the fuck? Why is there nothing but animes on here? Yeah. <laughs> why does it say, like, recommended for you, Hunter Hunter? Like, because <laughs> like, Hunter Hunter is okay show. I'm not yeah, going to lie. It's a pretty good show. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but no, Robin yeah, definitely definitely try it, check it out, guys. I think, I think yeah. you guys would enjoy it. It's a fun movie. It, it's short, and it doesn't cost much to watch it, and why not? So, the <clears throat> last two movies we're talking about, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the Ratatouille and Julie and Julia. Right, right, right. Everyone
1: knows Ratatouille, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, some of you may or may not know Julie and Julia. And, um, I mean, you can give us a rundown of what Ratatouille is about, dude.
0: No, go for it. You got it.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so, Ratatouille is pretty much about this uh, rat who, uh, you know, it's your classic story. Like, you know, rat <laughs> wants to become a chef. He has to do it by, like, controlling a human being through his hair. And then you know love interest comes by kind of like Yoko Ono shows up she like splits up the rat and the human kind of causing problems and then eventually ego shows up and they're like I'm the reason why we're a good chef and then the other guys like no I'm the one that actually doing the physical stuff and then literal ego the character <laughs> I shows was up say <laughs> you know and then he's like i'm going to critique your food and i'm going to say it's shit
0: <laughs> no matter what which i thought was interesting cuz like the critic in chef reminded me of ego from Ratatouille.
1: the critic from chef yeah oh wow why cool.
0: is that uh just the way they like use i feel like maybe this is just overly done with critics in movies is like they're just assholes that like they used to love food but now they hate Everyone that makes food and they think they're better than everyone. Yeah. And it's kind of like how ego is in, in this movie where like he thinks he knows better even though he doesn't cook. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Who gives you the right to be able to do this shit? No.
1: But Julie and Julia it's pretty much uh, it's based on two different books about. Julia Child's. Julia Child and Julie.
0: Julia Paul. No, it's
1: Ju- Julie Palmer. Maybe? No, Julia. No, it's Julie and Julia. Not that- Julia, Julia. That's why Julia Julie and Julia
0: and it's yeah. Julie Child. Oh is it Julie Child? No. Julia Child. And oh my Julie. bad I fucked up. No, it's all good. Now the listeners now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no what? Did I fucked up? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck.
1: <laughs> uh no, um, but um yeah, it's about Julia Child's life and then how it's kinda like representative of uh this author or used to be author who's like not her life's not really going that great. It's played by Amy Adams and Meryl Streep. Uh Julie Powell. Oh throw. there you go And it's about their husbands too Like their husbands being supportive I did not know Stanley Tucci was in this movie Dude neither did I Yeah
0: And as he soon as I saw out? him I'm like Yeah it's going to be <laughs> a good movie I, I, Exactly That's exactly what I said too And it's funny because Danielle told me the same thing She was like half watching out of the corner of her eye mm-hmm. And she turns around and goes Stanley Tucci's in this movie? Oh that's how you know it's going to be good Yeah <laughs> Streep and Tucci it's just Streep like, and Tucci They're like the Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan of movies like, Which is funny because they only come out in two movies really yeah it's the only t- the only two movies they come out in well
1: i mean this is me telling them they need to do it again then they really you get the do ba- then you get the band together and just like do another like 100 movie you know
0: and this movie their relationship was so good i thought they were awesome together yeah. like i don't know if i believe them as like a couple. husband and wife yeah, yeah but i do know that they're fucking best friends in real life yeah like, for sure, they were awesome in this movie. And such a sweet, like, relationship. And I really enjoyed how the director handled the situation. Yeah. Nora Ephron is her name. Yeah, yeah. She direct, directed and wrote the movie. And I thought she did a really good job overall with, with, like, cast direction. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the shots of the food. And okay. that's one of my big gripes about the movie is that, like, watching this movie, it did not make me feel like I wanted to eat food. All these other movies, I was like, yes, food, 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 yeah. food, 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 food. Yeah. And and in this fucking movie, I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool.
1: I, I guess for me, what I really, really liked about this movie was that it's one of those movies that kind of like, it's about food, but it's really about their lives mm-hmm. and kind of like their, their love for the food and how it affects their lives, you know? Like right. you see one person who's kind of like, I'm just doing this because I, ha- I literally was doing nothing with my life. And this is me like trying to make a change, you know, mm-hmm. and putting her, you know, heart and soul into this one project. Right. And, see- and seeing it through the end. Um, I agree. And I saw ourselves in this, like, because I mean, with this podcast, I mean, I feel like, you <laughs> yeah, know, it, 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 you put the that uh, work into it and you're like, you know, like I hope you, you she, there's a moment where she's like, I wonder if anybody's, like, actually reading this and, you know, I'm just kind of. Like right now. Yeah, like right now. Is anyone listening? Yeah, I know. Are we alone? No.
0: (laughs) Are we alone now?
1: Uh, No. Uh, So, but yeah, like, I kind of saw that. I was like, I feel that because it it fits in with just regular life all the time where it's like, you're doing something. You're like, does this, like, just like how before you're talking about, like, a job that you don't like Mm -hmm. or something like that. That's how people feel. And it's like, fuck, am I really making a difference? Or what am I doing? Like, is this really just worth it? Like,
0: does anybody notice what I'm doing other than me with a paycheck? Mm -hmm. You know? No, I agree, dude. I have like in my notes, I have it so many times. Like who can relate? (laughs) Like the song. Because it's just so much of it. Like Joey's mentioning about like almost like absent away from everything and being like, oh, man, no one really cares. Why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. And you have to just get, she kind of almost has to like push herself and be like, you know what? I'm doing this for me. I'm not really doing this for anybody else. Yeah. And um,
1: what I really liked how their lives kind of paralleled, like um, yeah. with uh, it's something they were just trying out. People were kind of giving pushback. And then eventually, you know, they start to see the progress of it and they're like, oh man, like I'm finally getting some recognition, Agreed. you know, all this other stuff. And even her, she's like, oh man, it's the number, number three in like all of, of sam What was it? Sample.com or something like
0: that? <laughs> yeah, some fucking some, random yeah, vlog yeah. thing that probably. probably doesn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, And then, so, I was like, oh, that's great. And then, like, and then at the end, they kind of give up, you know? They're like, or not give up, but they're like, oh, like, this, this, they get shot down once, you know? Oh, yeah, They get yeah. shot down. And I like, fuck it, I didn't make it, you know? And they're like, well, you know, I tried, you know? Mm-hmm. But, and in- Julie Powell, on the other hand, she was, like, kind of just devastated because she heard some comments about, um... What, julia her, child Ju- julia child saying something about julie powell
0: yeah like that she thought I, I looked up the quote and it pretty much says that she doesn't consider her a serious chef and she did it as a stunt did you know
1: that that wasn't actually her like it wasn't julia child like it was her like well, her
0: friend or colleague i believe it was the editor uh mm-hmm. that comes out in the movie the one that gets her like the book deal yeah Th- that's the one that said it but julia Childs also said like they're like, oh, we don't consider her to be a real thing. Like this is. I heard that wack. she
1: had never like actually read. Oh really? Yeah, she had, like Julia Child had never really read it. They just heard about it. Uh huh. And then that's what they that.
0: From that's their impression,
1: from their impression of what's going on, they like that's nothing. Like you can't you can't possibly cook all those.
0: That, and that's the thing about this whole like like outside of the movie, right? Not talking about the movie for a second. Talking about real life. She got a lot of shit from other bloggers about this fucking, about her blog. Yeah. Like, they all hate on her blog saying that it was fucking whack. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this is, like, I feel from what the movie showed me, at least I didn't read the blog, but the post that they said, like, that's a blog. Yeah. It's not about what is actually happening. It's not about the food. It's about the journey and the person. And if you're into the person, then you listen. But so many other people, like, ragged on Julie, what's her name? Julie Julie Powell? Powell. Like, ragged on her so hard, and I feel bad for her a little bit, mostly only a little bit, because she got fucking rich as fuck after this. <laughs> like, good for you, man. Like, fuck those people who are hating on you the whole time. Like, that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like, you stuck your fucking neck out, you talked about your personal life, and you did a 524. No, it's 536, because I, I, I thought it was weird, because it's 536- in three, six, five days. Really? Yeah, the numbers are jumbled. It's interesting. I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. I thought it was 524. I'm like 90% positive it was 536. Oh, okay. You guys can let us know in the comments. Yeah, but like it's a fuck ton of recipes. That's more than two a day at some point. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. And like that's that's a testament in its own. Plus mm-hmm. writing a blog on top of it, that's not easy. Like putting out these podcasts is not easy. This is not me bitching, but like mm-hmm. us doing this is not easy. But we like doing it because one, it's me and Joey, and we love movies, and two, because we know some people out there will enjoy it. Yeah, and we're going to watch these movies anyways. Right? Exactly. And this gives us the reason to watch it. Seriously, and that's the one thing I respect about the movie is that I think it handles both of the uh, lives in parallel really well. Mm -hmm. Like I think that I I feel like I understand both of their lives decently well, and and I and I've grown to admire what they did and how they did it. And the fact that they stuck with it, because a lot of people don't. Yeah, and that's something that they that uh, Julia Powell deals with. Mm. She's like, oh, I think I have ADD because I'm always like stopping stuff and starting other things. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I feel the exact same way. There's so many stuff that like I started and I can't continue on because I just lose interest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And then I think that that was the redeeming quality of this movie, where it's like, yes, it's about the food and it's like how the food is made and like the the process that she had to go to mm-hmm. learn how to make the food, and then. I think it's about that, and but it's mainly about the person. It's definitely and like, and what the work yeah. it takes to make that food, and that's why I think encapsulates like the reason we're watching this. Like you know, it's about the people who are making the food. That's a good like, point. It, Every other movie that has to do with food, it's about the food. Like, except for No Reservations, where it was like about it wasn't even about food. <laughs> like should they hardly ever talk about it. Like they talk about it like once or twice, and I'm like, oh, man, like, it's more about this lady's life. Anyways, in her ambitions.
0: And I agree with you. Like, that, that is the one reason this why we one, decided to do this podcast. Because yeah. we wanted to make sure that we talked about all the behind-the-scenes stuff on cooking, especially now on Thanksgiving Day.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, just like in Ramen Heads, you kind of get about the food, like how it's made, but it's really also about the guy and this guy's passion.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's something that we don't focus on enough. Like, when we do, like, when... Oh bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when we do... When people do, like, movies about a profession, they handle it in such a weird way. Usually the person who's in the job is totally absent-minded hates their job, and in these ways, it's like, no, like they care about their job, but they just have to deal with other crap and this movie does that well,
1: yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like, yeah, this movie really did that really well, and like it may I liked it I liked it I think it's on par with Ratatouille as you far as- so? enter- as far as entertainment yeah i I feel like it's that good
0: like I said I, I, this movie was on the lower end of my list, and that's not on on this for these movies I don't think. I don't think that's because I don't like this movie or I hate this movie. I think it's more because the quality of movies that I watched I thought were better than this. But overall, in like the grand scheme of all movies, I do actually hold this movie pretty high. Like I said, Nora Ephron, if you somehow hear her for this podcast, great fucking job on directing all these people. I believe all of these people were who they were supposed to be. Yeah. Except I had a weird thing with Amy Adams. Every time I looked at her, I kept seeing Nicole Kidman. <laughs> And I was like Nicole Kidman. No, that's Amy Adams. Like Nicole Kidman. No, that's Amy Adams, George. But so that was just a weird little thing with me because she looks a lot like Nicole Kidman in this movie. Yeah. What's your? uh, What
1: what did you think about Ratatouille
0: though? Dude, okay, Ratatouille. You've watched it several times. I have watched it so many times. Honestly, a good three to four, maybe, maybe more, like in pieces, because it used to come out on ABC Family. Yeah, and then you've said
1: you hated it. So Uh, yes,
0: and I don't actually like (laughs) it too much. Like it's not my favorite Pixar movie. I like so I have a battle with whether or not I like Good Dinosaur more than this movie. Whoa. <laughs> but I'm just mostly, that's just a joke. I think the Good Dinosaur is good. It's not as good as Ratatouille. <laughs> it's one of those things that like I think when I first watched it, I wasn't as entertained. Okay. Even though I love the voice acting in this movie. Yeah, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt kills it. Like It's so crazy because he's so animated in real life that when he does an animated movie, it still feels amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His like,
1: narration is really good. It, it's too?
0: so good, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like this movie a lot because at the end of the day, it's about following your dreams, which is not surprising coming from a fucking Pixar movie. Yeah. And it's it puts the character in such an awkward situation. I love Pixar movies because they take something that's ordinary, like someone struggling to be a cook and having to be represented outside of the of the regular cooking world and trying to get into it, but it flips it on its head by being a rat. You know, there's probably a lot of symbolism here and people can probably read into the movie of saying like, Oh, maybe that Ratatouille is an actual Ratatouille fucking Remy is an allegory for maybe like a person of color trying to get into French cooking, which in a lot of ways, is kind of like (laughs) not in the sense that Julia, Julia Childs was a fucking person of color, but she was a woman at the time trying to learn French cooking. And Remy is a rat who knows French cooking, but isn't allowed to cook. And I think that isn't even allowed in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, and I think that's such a a good allegory for like person outside of the social class to try to get into a, into something that they are amazing at, but they aren't allowed to do in their time. And I think that's a really powerful statement that Pixar probably tried to make without making it by just making it kind of like more family friendly and it being about a rat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And I I love the movie so much because there's so much attention to detail. Uh, me and Joey accidentally talked about the movie earlier. Do you want to bring it up? Um, What? Uh, Oh, yeah, about... So there's
1: a scene where, like, at the end of the movie, Julia Child is, like, making her, like, kitchen or whatever. And she's, like, fixing it and stuff like that. And that kitchen looks exactly like Ego's, like...
0: (laughs) You said Julia Child. Yeah, that's what I said. Julia Child's kitchen is not... At the end of the movie. Why? What? Wait. What are you talking about? You tell me what you thought I was going to talk about. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. No. Okay, so... You, know, yeah, yeah, the, the, you were like, yeah, 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 I thought the same I thing. Think. You didn't. I knew you didn't listen to me. I know. <laughs> I, I said. D- I, so Julia
1: Child. So the, just to finish my thought, it was Julia Child's kitchen that it's in a museum, and they show you how it is. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked kind of similar to the one Ego is in at the end of Ratatouille, where or he goes own. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he goes back to his home, and he's like, like, he's remembering how good it tasted. And I was like, oh, it kind of looked like Julia Child's kitchen.
0: Wow. Okay. You did not have that thought. No. What did you think I was talking all about? Right, so maybe I might <laughs> blow your mind right now unless you already know this. Okay. Uh, You know, the start of Ratatouille has Remy cooking and trying to get into the house. By, that's where he learns how to cook, right? In that house? Yeah. That ends up getting, like, watered down and all that crazy shit happens with the fucking gas guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gas guy? The girl? The the old lady? The old lady comes in? Don't they get an exterminator, too? No, she puts on the gas uh, mask. That, okay, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Right? So she gets the gas mask and tries to get everybody, all yeah. the rats out. So... The house that Remy is in the start of the movie is the house that Ego remembers from his childhood. Oh. So people say the reason that it hits Ego so fucking hard when he eats the fucking food is because he learned, uh, Remy learned how to cook from his mom. Whoa. And you can look at the two scenes and you see that pans are in the same order. The kitchen layout is exactly the same. So like if you watch a lot of Property Brothers or like HDTV, you'll know like- Kitchen layouts. Like, it's exactly the same in the two shots. It's aged and, like, you can see it's been more run down. Yeah. But the houses are nearly identical. Wow. And that's why it hits him so fucking hard and it brings him back as a child because it's his mom. That is crazy, dude. Obviously, this is a theory no one's ever talked about. Like, none of the creators actually said anything, but it's a theory that I personally like because wouldn't that be so fucking ironic that this rat learns to be an amazing cook from the mom. Yeah. And it, it's so perfectly tied, I think.
1: Yeah, dude. And, and it's oh, wow. That, that did blow my mind. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit.
0: Oh. Yeah. And like, add something that I don't push back, put past. And the Pixar. mom
1: watches Gusteau too. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, it's a tripped out thing. And Ego loves Gusteau. Yeah. And,
1: and it, it's. Well, no, he didn't like Gusteau. He rated him poorly. At the end though. Didn't
0: he like him in the beginning?
1: No. Oh, no. No, he ra- he rated him badly. The ego uh-huh. rates uh Gusto badly, and it, it hits him hard. Oh, and, and that's when he gets all depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I just thought that was a great part of the movie. That I thought that's what you were talking about, and that's why I was like so excited. I was like, oh, okay, you noticed it. Okay, cool. But no, like it's it's crazy to me. Damn, I need to rewatch that movie. That's hey, crazy. Overall, the movie's great, man. I, I love the, like I said, voice acting's amazing. Pixar always nails it out of the park. We shouldn't be surprised yeah. there. The I don't know, man.
1: Good dinosaur was okay.
0: I, I liked it. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, that's on I them. I didn't
1: like it. Yeah, Cars see? was like, eh.
0: Right. But the voice acting was good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I enjoyed this movie, Ratatouille, because I think the story, the emotion is there. And I feel like you can view yourself as Ratatouille a lot of the times. And I feel like you can view yourself as, what's his face? Snow- I don't know. Gusteau? No, the the dude. Dude. uh, That's uh the big Lebowski dude. <laughs> 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 no, the guy who he uses to cook. I'm the guy.
1: I'm the dude. oh no, uh, my Stop, uh, man. Uh, linguini. Linguini. There you go. Um, I was trying to remember that that <laughs> the tiny guy, the,
0: the short dude, is like linguini. <laughs> like <laughs> Big Star always does that. With linguini, and then fucking Mike Wazowski. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but- Mike Wazowski. Yeah, like, the I feel like that you can see yourself as Linguini, you can see yourself as uh, Remy, and it feels so good to know that, like, everyone can cook, and I can honestly, like, say that Ratatouille does make me feel like, oh, maybe I can cook. Yeah. And I think that's something that, obviously, as a movie, if that's the message you're trying to get out there, like, you fucking nailed it out of the park as a director and as a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I like Julie and Julia. I well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it
1: more from all the movies because I I would say like, it was the newer movie of the ones that I've watched. Mm-hmm. Like Norse Origins, I felt like I watched like some of those scenes before. Ah, okay. And then like I think with Ratatouille, I've seen that mil- like a million times. It's mm-hmm. my it's my sibling's just, like favorite Pixar movie. Right. And my girlfriend's favorite Pixar one of her favorite Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's in her top three. And and it's one of my favorites. It's been my top three. Right. So I'm like, I've seen this movie so many times. So I'm like <laughs> and I watched Julia and Julia and I'm like, I enjoyed that movie more. So I mean, I feel like if for the listeners out there, if you've watched Ratatouille a million times, if you watch it again, it won't disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch Julia and Julia, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And yeah. if you're watching No reservations, obviously watch it with a date, maybe have it in the background while you're like smooching with your girl, you mm-hmm. know. that's that kind of movie
0: (laughs) uh, except every now and then you'll stop like wait what
1: what just happened like oh that's
0: crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing that's what i like about these kinds of movies and uh that i that like it's about food but it's also about people and it's the kinds of movies that you can kind of have in the background and enjoy Mm -hmm. and i think with julia and julia you should pay attention because there's always a lot of history that's put into that movie and Mm -hmm. It's well done. Like, I think it's crafted really well. And the Mm -hmm. same thing goes for, like, Chef. If you've never watched Chef, like, the movie, I feel like, does such a good job at representing what, being a person in your 30s and, like, upset with your career and where you are in life that and, like, kind of have lost yourself and trying to return to those roots. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's such an important message that it gets across off wonderfully.
1: Okay. If you had to do a a movie because this was what's it called john Favreau's uh passion project kind of right it was yes if you had a passion project what would it be about i mean i have a few passion projects right now this podcast <laughs> no no like a movie about like you would you make a movie about me doing a podcast
0: would i make a movie about doing a podcast no that'd probably oh, you be haven't you fun. haven't done it enough right no but what about uh doing a movie about playing uh, video games yeah like there's like pro- like i i get i get your question now um i think well, like, hmm, what would it be about? I don't like talking about it, but I, I have an idea for a book that I've been like messing around with. And obviously, like, I would love to make that book into a movie, which is uh, about art. Oh, okay, okay. No, and, no, no,
1: no. Like a passion, like something about, like someone being passionate about something.
0: Oh, like, like someone being, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then I, I would choose something in art history, probably. Like, art I would history? love to do a movie, maybe about Salvador Dali, Ooh. or um, if we wanted to go older, but there's like less historical, like background on the person, mm-hmm. would be Caravaggio. But I think someone in art would be pretty fun for me to do because I know that subject really well. Yeah. And I would be massively entertained reading books on books about a person about that. So that would be really fun for me. You know, because I know music and I enjoy music. Yeah. But I don't think I'm the type of person who should do a movie on it. I think that I should do a movie on something like, for example, uh, art or even like you mentioned, a video game would be fun, like following... Miyamoto, who created Mario and That'd made be Nintendo Booyah. Really that's cool, dude. That, I feel like that would be an interesting story because we have no idea. There's so many good stories about him, about like riding his bike, and that's how mm-hmm. he create, created a, the game for like, I forget what it was. Fucking Bicycle Runner. Bicycle think, Man, yeah. nah? Like, he created so many book, movies just out of um, so many video games out of his regular childhood life. See, I, that would I, be
1: really cool. I think, I mean, I don't know. I think I'd probably make one about, I don't know, what's something that I'm passionate about chicken wing Ooh, fuck yeah dude i made mean, <laughs> the person uh, who invented chicken wing yeah yeah how they like found like a chicken they're like you know what or they're eating chicken and they're like you know what'd be really good with this some sauce i'm like what do you mean some sauce you mean like ketchup and they're like no 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 no. some buffalo sauce buffalo sauce you're gonna kill a buffalo for sauce <laughs>
0: buffaloes don't even exist no more yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, they like no, no, no. I'm not crazy. And then he's like, starts putting. I don't know. I don't even know that how. That would be pretty
0: funny because I would love to hear the amount of jokes. Like, I'm gonna make chicken wings into a big thing, and I'm gonna call them buffalo wings. Like, but hey, buffaloes don't have, have wings.
1: Like, <gasps> they do
0: now. Like, <laughs> now I'm gonna make everyone question whether or not buffaloes had wings. You don't know. They extinct.
1: Yeah? <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I'd probably make it about like probably performing music or like somebody trying to be like uh like performing music and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then like i don't know maybe failing at it or something and kind okay of, i guess uh,
0: school of rock I, I make school of rock dude okay <laughs> if we made School if we remade School of i just rock, realized i was making school of rock that'd be dope there's a few movies that like do that way do that kind of tone yeah that i think are really really good like obviously school of rock is amazing i
1: wanted to watch inside lewin davis i do because it looks like that one's pretty good too, and it's about him like becoming an artist or something like that. Huh.
0: No, I've that's I've never even I don't think I've even heard of that movie. Oh really? Yeah, there's a there's a movie that I've watched that's uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Like the song in it is it's literally about an indie rock group trying to make a song, and it's called "It's Falling Slowly" is yeah. the name of the song. Okay. Yeah, a friend of mine like told me about it a long time ago. It, it is it's a ridiculously good movie. It's an indie movie, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> it's it's slow <laughs> yeah. so it can bother a lot of people i'll be honest but uh, i thought it was a good movie at the end well i think that wraps
1: it up for me man yeah man I think uh, we're good. I'm, got, uh, I'm happy to be talking about movies uh but i think we're gonna take a two-week like not hiatus but we're gonna take a break
0: Yeah, two week um, hiatus. Just
1: <laughs> we'll be back uh what uh december 2nd with a new
0: episode uh december 9th we decided
1: right my bad <laughs> that's not even two weeks yeah december 9th would be when we come back yes. and we'll we'll start dropping some uh episodes again and we'll be back to normal uh, just every wednesday but thanks for listening guys uh i mean
0: i jo- again during these two weeks off me and Joy are going to be trying to interact with a bunch of you more uh, try to come on to the podcaster's cut on instagram i'm trying to create little like challenges for everybody i want somebody to do the rigs roll. i want to see people send in their version of sean connery as fucking gandalf like i'm gonna make mine this week i think um yeah and then also just send us ideas of what you guys like to talk about if you guys
1: have your opinions uh I mean, let us know and we'll read them off. We'll tell, see what people have to say about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, uh, I would love to, to, to give that out there. Yeah, so. like just let
1: us know which movies and maybe we'll talk about it. Tell us what your review is and whether we, we'll let you guys know
0: if we agree. I mean, we've watched a lot of movies. So I more mean, likely than not, the movie you give us, will probably, we might know, not being full of ourselves, but hey, who yeah. knows? And then who, who knows? Maybe we'll have a guest at one point. Yeah, I would love to have guests on that, this show. That's
1: something that we'll work on in these la- next two weeks. Just and I
0: am very, very excited when we come back cause we're gonna it's gonna be December. and we're gonna have uh, I want to do like almost a month long Christmas stuff because there's so <laughs> many Christmas movies and one of my favorite things is I want Joey to talk about Home Alone because it is no. one of his favorite fucking movies. <laughs> Home Alone 2, actually. Lost in New York. I, 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 I know this, but just in general, <laughs> the Home Alone movies, I'm going to make him watch the Home Alone 3, the one that does oh, not have McCoy. Maca- oh, God damn. I've no. actually seen that movie. I know. I have too. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say four. I thought you were going to say all the Home Alone movies. Oh, no. There's no, a fourth one. I know there is. I, I yeah. didn't want to mention it. <laughs> but anyways, guys, Thanks thank you for, you for listening. listening. And go watch some movies.